Michael is brought in to fix an issue with a lawsuit. Benjamin looks to shave his enemies. Hank searches for his son. Nikolai is set up by his employer. And Daniel discovers oil. This time on the Oscar should have gone to Best Actor 2007. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to Daniel Day-Lewis. <clears throat> we were joking beforehand this is going to be a very short... It's Daniel Day-Lewis. Thanks for listening. <laughs> you can follow us at the Oscar should have gone to. Listen, I, we've got... We can talk about these movies, though. I can absolutely talk about these movies and talk about how cute my dog is eating a fucking ice cube right now. Aww. I wonder how long that's going to keep her entertained. Not very long. Probably mere moments. She's doing the thing where she's picking all of the fur off of her toys now. It's a real interesting way of destroying them. Yeah. It's, finding it uh, everywhere. Sort of psychotic. It is, a little bit. <clears throat> it is. It I'm, would be like if you had like a three-year-old who was like melting ants. <laughs> I'm not not concerned about her. Yeah. Did I tell you, so the other thing, the other super fun uh, behavior that she's doing is that we cannot seem to get to stop. So if anybody has any thoughts, she's jumping up on the counters. Yeah, well, I've seen this firsthand multiple seen, times. You've seen it. You've yeah. seen it. Did you? Did I tell you she ate three bananas and three tomatoes? You told me. So, um, But we, also the things that you've looked up, I understand, are not working. Like they, they said, like, put red pepper flakes out. So, she yeah. likes red pepper flakes. Yeah. So then you tried... Cayenne pepper. Cayenne. Nope. She just licked she up the licked cayenne. It, we put it down three different times. She licked... Every last bit of cayenne pepper up off that counter. And then I was like, well, she's going to feel it coming out. Yeah. Did not seem affected at all. Yeah. So anyway, she's a tank. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure what to do about it. Um, I'm not sure. We're going to uh, France in, not, not Quinn, Quinn stays here. Right. But we're going to France in October and my uncle is coming to stay with her. And I'm just wondering if maybe by some miracle, some magical miracle will come back and she'll just be fixed. So you, you think that he'll be able to, to fix I don't know. Issue? Stranger things have happened. Does Tim have dogs? He used to. Okay. Maybe he'll be like a... Like a Mary Poppins-esque figure. Yeah. Or, I think of him as a Mary Poppins-esque figure. Sure. Yeah. Figure. Best Actor 2007. Who would you like to start with? You know, Craig, I feel like I really drove the last episode okay. when we talked about best actresses sure. a couple weeks ago. Well, let's, so talk, why about, don't we let's talk, talk about Johnny Depp. J.D.? Yeah. Let's start with J.D. A pretty restrained performance from him, I thought. It is, given, especially given the um, character and everything. Yeah, he could be insane. You know, the biggest problem with this movie... I want to say, because I actually think that Tim Burton probably was the right choice in terms of the look of the film. Like, Completely I love agree. how macabre it is and, yeah. like, pretty gruesome. Yeah, like, and the blo- the color of the blood yeah. that he, he has, the like, that pops on the black yeah. and white of London is really cool. Do you like that she's going after you now? <laughs> yeah. So they made... Quinn, the, down. They made two huge mistakes. The first oh. is that they cut the ballad of Sweeney Todd, which is... 
maybe the best song in the show. What is the, how's that one go? The one I mean, they use the music for it, but like attend the tale of Sweeney Todd. Oh like, yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Goes throughout the entire show. Right. They just got rid of that altogether. Yeah. Originally, there was a gentleman ghost, I believe, played by Christopher Lee, that was going to lead singers and doing that, and they cut it from the movie. But mm-hmm. I love that song, and I don't like it's not there. The other thing is they did not hire singers for this movie. <laughs> And unfortunately, when you are doing a musicale, you need singers. Well, here's the thing, though. I think Depp carries most of the stuff okay. I think he carries it fine. I think also Helena Bonham Carter sounds Carries fine. most of the stuff okay. Yeah. I agree. It's just there are moments where both of them, like, because the score is, like, there are moments they both have to sing in their parts, like, that's not as pattered. Yes. That it's like, oh, they've got kind of a thin voice. Yes, they have a thin voice. Yeah. But here's the thing of, for me, and uh, listen... I'm prepared to incur the wrath of you fucking musical theater nerds. I don't really like Sondheim. Sorry. That's all. Oh, my God. Wow. I I know. I know. Everything's in a minor fucking key. Oh, my God. And it's a bummer. And I'm I also feel fan. like you're going to say that, and it's going to turn out completely incorrect. Like, someone's going to send us, like, <laughs> everything that's in a major key in Sondheim. Probably. Probably. Oh, Maybe that's God, just a thing. You fucked up. I know. This is like... Ooh. Like, no, nope, I'm don't, standing firm. I'm standing I don't firm. know how you haven't been canceled for some of your awful takes on this pod. I know. And some of the horrific the, things you've said about thing, people the, and, society, and society. But this is going to do it. And the thing, if the thing that is what brings me down is my dislike of Sondheim, you know what? That's a hill I'm willing to die on. That's a hill I'm willing to die on. I don't like Into the Woods. I think the music's bad. I think this music's bad. I think Joanna is okay, of a, is, is a fine song. And I think. Children will listen as a fine song, and everything else can go straight to fucking hell. I don't know what to. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. You know, Assassins is my very favorite musical. Really, Sondheim. Unfamiliar. It's no Les Mis. I'll tell you that. What do you think? um, Speaking of Les Mis, what do you think about Hugh Jackman as Sweeney? Oh, he would have been good. Yeah. Yeah, he would have been good. He could he could absolutely play that. Yeah, the Johnny Depp of it, well, it's again, I actually think we said I said this in the meeting, it's a restrained form. It's it's hard rewatching it. It's it's very hard to separate the Johnny Depp that I know. Right. We talked about this with <laughs> that I personally know yeah. and am suing. Yeah. Um and is being and he is suing me. Yeah. It's hard to separate we talked about this with pirates. It's hard to separate that guy <laughs> what he became. Yeah. from that from the earlier version, right. um, but he, I do think he's good, and he he does a fine job with the with the voice. I love Helena Bonham Carter, mm-hmm. um, and I think she does a fine job. I just, I don't know, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, I don't love this musical. Yeah, well, with that appetizer, let's get into the main event: the Golden Globe nominations. Uh, for 2008. Oh my God. We almost <laughs> missed. Just say DDL. Yeah. So these were the nominees for drama <gasps> DDL, Clooney, Vigo, Denzel Washington. I'm just, while you do this, I'm just going to sing Joanna in the background. Okay, great. An, Amer- an American gangster and James McAvoy in Atonement. See, you should have had your James McAvoy cream session right now. Oh, <laughs> Comedy nominees Johnny Depp wins. 
Ryan Gosling for Lars and the Real Girl, Tom Hanks in Charlie Wilson's War, Philip Seymour Hoffman for The Savages, John C. Riley for Walk Hard. SAG nominees DDL, Clooney, Vigo, Ryan Gosling, Emile Hirsch for Into the Wild. Okay, you're going to have to stop doing that. You don't like it? I don't. Critics' Choice Daniel Day Lewis, Emile Hirsch, George Clooney, Johnny Depp, Ryan Gosling, Viggo Mortensen, New York Film Critics, LA Film Critics, National Society of Film Critics, all choose DDL. Do you notice any missing from those lists? Um, no, because I was singing. Right. <clears throat> Tommy Lee Jones in The Valley of Ela, one of our Oscar nominees, also <sighs> fully blanked at all the precursor awards. We talked about wow. this with Laura Lenny previously. They should kiss. Tommy Lee Jones and Laura Lenny. Yeah. Like a father daughter kiss or like a. Like a May-December romance. Yeah, guess. like that. Yeah. Like a May-December. Interesting. I feel like they'd, they'd, I they'd don't have think a lot they, to talk about. Does Tommy Lee Jones have a lot to talk about with anyone? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Let's I talk just, about him. Let's talk about Tommy Lee Jones. This movie, Paul Haggis. Mm-hmm. Coming off Crash. Coming off Crash. Better than Crash. I'll say Better that. Better than Crash, yes. For sure. Um, I also just love, it's hard to watch a movie and not like, you just be super drawn to Charlize Theron. She yeah. is so watchable, man. Stunning. Stunning. She's, again, this is another one of those ones where I'm like, just go be a go model. Go be a model. Why are you being why a police you officer in a, in a small town? Also, why are all these police officers that you work with not like falling fucking over themselves to like well, do, do whatever they Well, they do all think could. she only got hired because she, she fucked I guess James Brolin. Sure, they, but don't Brolin. say that to her when she's a model, when she's very famous on Instagram or whatever. She's gonna, she won't. She's gonna be pissed at yeah. you. Yeah. Um, in the Valley is a pretty good movie. Pretty good, good movie. Li- good little whodunit. Yeah. Um, Tommy Lee Jones. This is probably. I mean, he's good in the movie. It's a mixture of this and No Country gets him this nom probably because yeah. this is the No Country year. Um, he was nominated. I think at the BAFTAs I saw for Best Actor for No Country. Um, so I don't know why, but it didn't seem like he was really considered, uh, like anybody was considered Best Actor in that movie. That's interesting. Because Bardem wins, right. but for supporting. Um, I mean, it's a very Tommy Lee Jones performance. I would say... It's very similar to the No Country performance. Like He has that one moment where he flips out where he's beating up that guy that he thinks um, could potentially have been the person <clears throat> right. that was responsible for the murder. And it it is, like, the first time since, I don't know, like, coal miner's daughter, I feel like, that yeah. he's not, like, just completely, like, stoic. Like, I the don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. that's his M.O., yeah. is just him and the fugitive. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does a good job with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a good performance. Uh, <laughs> I think it's similarly probably he had... I mean, no one had any chance of winning this year, but um, that he probably, it, once he was nominated, be, I think these like things happen where it's like, well, you didn't get any other nominations, so you should just be happy that you got nominated for an Oscar. That's cool. Yeah. Because um, you don't have a chance. Um, but yeah. I think it's a good performance, and I think it's a movie that people probably have uh, definitely forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's very much sh- rooted in its time. It's like... Um, yeah, it's an Iraq War. Iraq War yeah. movie. And, um, yeah. But uh, I think people should check it out. Yeah, it's good. I I, I liked it yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Vigo? Morrison? Yeah. He's great, man. I think this movie also probably is uh, ultimately outside of uh, the dick out knife fight scene. Um, oh. Probably it's just not a flashy enough performance to ever like 
really win an award because it's similarly like very buttoned up for most of the movie. Right. We talked about this movie. We did. We talked about it a little bit when we did 2007. Yeah. Um, yeah. The dick up knife, dick out knife fight, the full frontal in this movie is great. Yeah. Um, he is doing an accent. It is. You know what? Not only is he doing an accent, he <clears throat> does a lot in Russian. You know what? I actually wondered, I was like, I wonder if he like, he might speak like nine languages. Yeah. He's the type he's of Danish, right? Yes. Um, or Dutch, so Dutch, Dutch, Dane, Dane, Dutch. Dane. Let's find out together. Um, he's one of those though. I'll tell you what he's not. He's not Swedish. No. Or Finnish. No, not definitely. Or not Norwegian. Finnish. He's not from Scandinavia. Are those the only three in Scandinavia? I'm feeling very ignorant right now. <clears throat> Did well, the Netherlands, does born, the Netherlands he count? He was born in New York City. His father is Danish and okay. his mother's American. His maternal grandfather is Canadian. Okay. So his parents met in Norway. Okay. Okay. Wow. All over the place. And then they moved <clears throat> to South America. Where they manage chicken farm and ranches in Venezuela and Argentina. Yeah, he definitely speaks like 18 languages. Yeah, he's got like 18 languages. And that's not even including like orc or whatever. So, (laughs) Elvish. Elvish, yeah. Here's the thing. He's he's one of those guys that's like, his handsomeness is almost like a a hindrance. Because, Uh um, that he definitely has moved past, for sure. Um, Because he could just be playing Aragorn, you know? Yeah. Yeah. roles his entire life, but he's a better actor than that. Right. Um, this movie and history of violence is both like just really cool performances. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I really like it. I like how restrained it is. And he also does a good job. He seems like a likable dude. And again, maybe that's also my bias from knowing him from originally from Lord of the Rings movies. And also I love, you know, whatever. Um, but he does do a good do a job in this movie of carrying. There's a level of danger about uh-huh. him, even though he's ultimately a good, the good guy. Right. There's still a level of dan- like scariness about him. Yes. Yeah. No. Um, I would not want to like the things I feel like are the least believable about this movie is that if I was Naomi Watts, like as soon as like I saw him, I would just like get on my bike and drive away as fast as possible. Yeah. Leave yeah. Naomi Watts. It's yeah, listen, I get that he's hot, but like dangerous hot. Dangerous hot. Like no, and we, like we, go home and think about it. Don't stay around. You know, if you catch my drift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a masturbation joke? Talking about jerking <clears throat> it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on to the next. George Clooney. Michael Clayton. We loved this movie, or didn't we? No, you don't love this movie. I, don't I love like this movie. movie. This movie is fine. Um, I like Tilda Swinton. So this, George Clooney in Michael Clayton, I think is a really interesting comparison against DDL in There Will Be Blood because I think it's something that we've talked about over and over again. It's a movie star performance versus like a great character actor, lead actor performance. Yes. Where in like George Clooney is great Michael Clayton. It's a great role. Mm -hmm. It's like, Hey, we should get George Clooney to play George Clooney in this movie. We've yeah. talked about it a ton with Denzel. Yeah. Like I love Denzel. He's maybe he's one of my favorite actors for sure, but he's always Denzel. George yes. Clooney is always George Clooney. But yeah. you know what? Most of the time I like George Clooney. Yeah. So and like, he doesn't and he doesn't George... rely on his handsomeness in this. No, he's he's not at all. he's a regular dude. Yeah. And I love <laughs> like you know, he's not trying to play like this. I like that the character is not this like virtuous, like 
even at the end where he's like, why would you try and kill me? I'm the guy you pay. I'm yeah. not the guy you kill. Yeah. Um, and Tilda Swinton's just like sweating. She's just like sweating throughout this entire movie. <laughs> She's very sweaty. Yeah. She's very sweaty. Um, yeah. No, he, and, and, that, and that for that moment and also like the, the car blows up and like there's a few other things too where he's like kind of on the run or whatever yeah. that that give him more to do than just be than just be Clooney like it gives yeah. him like a little more ac- activeness and agency. It's and, very you know Cary Grant North by Northwest. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it is for sure. It's but it is a movie. But you're right, it's a movie star performance. Yeah, um, as opposed to what the fuck Daniel Day Lewis is doing. Right, and there will be blood. Yeah, which is an all time. A performance, performance yeah. maybe one of the greatest performances, yeah, yeah, of all time. And maybe for me, like, even saying that, maybe my third favorite performance of his, of the millennium. I like, know. I think it's I wild. like Bill and Phantom, and Thread, Phantom better, Thread better. But it's still, I mean, obviously it's incredible. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think we like those two parts mem- more too because they're slightly less memeable. Yeah. Like this... <clears throat> Even Bill the Butcher feels like a little bit more um, uh, accessible in a, or yeah. whatever in a weird way than like than this character, which is wild. I drink your milkshake. Yeah, I drink it up. I have a straw, <laughs> and you have a straw, <laughs> and my straw goes all the way across the room. Um, the physicality. This must have been exhausting. It's t- it's a little tiring. You understand why? Like he says, he retires after every movie he makes. Yeah. Yes, it looks exhausting. I think I honestly had forgotten rewatching it this time. Like why he even has the limp, and then you're like, oh right, because he fell down a mine shaft or like an. Yeah. I guess I guess it is sort of because it's. I think it's when he was still looking for like silver right. at the beginning at of the, the movie or whatever. Um, he found oil. And uh, do you think he actually did that? <laughs> do you think he, he was like, listen, PTA, um, what if I fall 40 <laughs> feet and break my leg? <laughs> it's funny because we talk a lot about like the difference between movie star and actor. And I think Daniel Day Lewis is one of the few that's kind of both. Yeah. Um, especially in his earlier career, he had like we, I, before we started recording, we were talking, I was talking about how the last of the Mohicans was on. Yeah. And I was watching that, and he's like a real hunky leading man in that. Yeah. It's such an interesting thing. But man, I'd rather have George Clooney's life. <laughs> yeah, you. So you, you're saying you would rather live on Lake Como than have a tequila company than like be like shoes. making shoes in like Ireland somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> if you had to choose, those are your two. If I had to choose, you choose. If you had to choose, <laughs> if you had to choose, Casamigos. I would choose Casamigos. Um, that's my, that's my hot take. Yeah. It just, it, and, and again, just for the acting alone. It's so like, you would, so I just want to like, make this you know quick. what? He so had a you long would rather day. be like on set, like <laughs> pranking Matt Damon yep. and Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. than jokes, jokes, jokes. Then living by yourself in a cabin <laughs> to prepare just to, get into to play character. Lincoln. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, I know that's a, I know that's almost as controversial as my Sondheim take. Yeah. But this that's is what actually, I'm say. you know, I'm going to take it back. This is going to get you canceled. This is the one. This yeah. is the thing. This is the thing. People are going to be like, I just don't understand. You know what? And people will say, but don't you want to be like a living legend? Right. And I'd say I already am. 
Hey yo. Listen, I own Casamigos. I own Casamigos. I own, like Casamigos. You heard of it? Uh, you seen a truck recently? <laughs> <laughs> you know the two guys ride motorcycles on the side. I'm one of them. Yeah. No bigs. Um. Yeah, Didi has a very good actor. He's. And I always think Very about, good. I can't ever remember, I don't even know if it was ever out there. I'm sure someone could find it. Because you know the Paul Dano role was originally played by somebody else. Yes. And they had to like get rid of the person, basically bring in Paul Dano because he had done a movie with Daniel Day-Lewis. Really? He was in The Ballad of Jack and Rose. I think he Why plays was like that the son. And I think they brought him in just because they were like, well, we know he has acted with Daniel Day-Lewis oh. before. <clears throat> okay. What Wasn't there some drama... In, around this movie about Paul Dano, Paul Dano not being good. Paul Dano. I don't love him in this movie. I like him a little more every time I see it. Yeah. Um, but I think for being, I mean, the in thing a lot is of scenes, like, the two of them together, I think he holds his own quite well. The other thing is like everybody else that's in this movie that has to kind of act off Daniel Day, like Kieran Hines. Yeah. Like has a few scenes with him, but he's, there's not like a lot of like hardcore capital A acting going on. And Paul Dano does have to do that. Yeah, he does. Um, so I think that, uh, that also made it more of like a direct comparison and like, you can never be directly compared to Daniel Day Lewis and come out on top unless you're Leslie Manville and Phantom Threat, in yeah. which case like they'll run right queen. through you. She'll run right through you. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, yeah, I, um, I also, people talk about the milkshake scene a lot. My favorite scene is the... I've uh, abandoned my boy! Yeah, that one. I've abandoned my I've abandoned my son! Yikes. <laughs> really went for it. Yeah. That's great. That's a great scene. Yeah. That's a great scene. That's a Paul Dano scene. I've abandoned my boy. <laughs> I've abandoned my child. I've abandoned my child. It's really good. It's a really good fucking movie. I believe the really Lord. <laughs> it's a really good fucking performance. Um, there's a Less mom- of a fun movie to watch... Than some of the other PTA stuff. That yes. Although there, uh, there, there was a line that made me laugh really hard this time. Oh, he's in the, he's like bargaining with like the standard oil men or something. And he says something like, I'm going to come to your house and slit your throat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 and Just out like, of nowhere. They're uh, like, what? What is going on is with happening? this guy? Like, it's Someone such... should get an eye on him. Because he might beat someone to death with a bowling pin one day. <laughs> he does have one moment when he's doing that where there's like a shot up that he has like the same like Bill glint in his eye yeah. really briefly that I was like, oh, now I see. got you, Daniel Day. Again, that, the, that, that he's another one of those people that like hip, him and Francis McDormand, uh-huh. who I also think is amazing. Franny Mac. Franny Mac. Never need to re- meet them in real life. Never yeah. need to meet them in real life. Although I will say, I remember Daniel Day-Lewis, um, I've always found it interesting because he has such like this, you know, like meth, super method um, background um, that every time he does award speeches and stuff, he does seem like a genuinely like kind. Yeah, like, nice he, guy. When, when he was winning all the awards for this, it's right after Heath Ledger had died. Right. And I remember, I can't remember if it was the SAG Awards or Critics' Choice or something, like he kind of <clears> did his whole speech about Heath Ledger and it was just like, oh, this just seems like a like a person. Like, Whereas like, there's other actors that I feel like always kind of seem up their own asses even yeah. when their um, Sean Penn comes to mind. Ugh. Um, did, did he accept his, was he at the Oscars? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. It's funny, I don't, I think that's, and I think that speaks well of him that right. like I don't remember his speech right. really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Um, couple other perform- uh, well, how would you rank them? But like um, we know who's number we know who's number one. But how would you rank the okay. other four? DDL is number one, obviously. Um, I guess number two. I guess number two is probably Clooney for me because mm-hmm. he carries that whole movie really, really well. Um, I might even like just run it back how we did it. Like, and then Viggo Mortensen is maybe three and then Tommy Lee Jones, just because he's a little just Tommy Lee Jones in yep. it, um, is four. And then Johnny Depp is at the bottom. And that's only because he doesn't have a great voice, yep. and, but it's, I, I don't none of these performances, I understand why all of them were nominated. Sure. Like none of them, I, I, I don't. I wouldn't lose any of them. Yeah, I think I would flip. Um, maybe Vigo and Tommy Lee Jones. I think maybe I'd have Tommy Lee Jones over Vigo in this. But otherwise, I agree with your list. Um, I also want to just shout out. We didn't talk about it much on the 2007 pod. Um, in retrospect, I think Zodiac is my favorite film from this year. Really? Overall, I don't think any of those. I think all those it's performances are great, but I don't think any of them are. Um, not that they would be better than DDL anyway. I don't think any of them are really big enough to be considered maybe fully lead, like maybe yeah. Jake. Maybe Jake Johnson. Um Anyway, I like that movie. But uh, let's talk about a couple other performances from the year. Uh, Ryan Gosling, did you you went back and watched Lars and the Real Girl? Yeah, or? I've watched the first half of Lars and the Real Girl because yeah. I remember seeing that in theaters. And I've seen it since then, too. Mm-hmm. He, it's, very, it's a very weird, affected, twee sort of performance. Yeah. For me, I I find it sort of similar to uh, what we talked about with Elliot Page and Juno and that uh, I think in lesser hands, it would really not work. Yeah. And I think he somehow makes it work. And I think... And not mo- creepy. It makes it... Yeah. It, 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 if you guys haven't seen the movie, I think it's worth watching. Yeah. He, he basically, <laughs> Lars, plays a uh, socially maladjusted guy who basically buys a real doll, a sex doll, um, says it's his girlfriend from another country. Yeah. Um, and, and then just, and everybody in the town to like, of, ju- just plays along with as yeah. if it's a real person. Remember when Kelly Garner was like, going to be a thing? Yeah. What happened? I don't know. She had that moment. She was in the aviator. Yeah. Playing 14 year old. Where, um, also, where's Emily Mortimer now? She's great in this movie. Yeah. And you know who else is in this movie and is great? Who? Patty Clarkson. Patty Clarkson. P. Clarks. I love Patty Clarks. Um, what's his name? Also disappeared. Um, Parks and Rec guy. Oh, yeah. The guy, the guy that was married to Emily Mortimer. Yeah. Um, I think he might be an asshole. I think that's maybe why he did, because he got replaced on Parks and Rec. Too. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's very... Yeah, he's really good. I mean, yeah. it's, it's very... It's a Again, it's a really... It is a little twee, but it is a really quiet performance. Yeah. He's like a socially weird dude. Yeah. So... He just is kind of like shy yeah. and in love with this sex time. I find the movie ultimately sort of touching too, which. That's not on me. That's you. I thought was weird. Because um, I thought going back, I'd be like, oh, this was definitely probably something of its moment. But yeah, there's still something sort of sweet about it. Yeah. Well, the whole town, it's very sweet because the whole, it's, it's almost more of an ensemble because the whole yeah. town gets really into Bianca. Yep. Um, Dorio. <laughs> People loved her Judge Judy. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so they are like, yeah, they end up like real, like she becomes like a real character in the yeah. movie and they're like doing her hair and whatever, the yeah. whole thing. It's it's very sweet. It's a yeah. sweet movie. Um, the other one that I, I ended up revisiting was uh, Emile Hirsch and Into the Wild. I think it's a good performance and I think it's a well-made movie 
What I remember not liking about it at the time, and I still don't like about it, is I feel like it does sort of hold this guy up as like it does, like a saint and like sort of like he's a an holy, idiot. yeah. Where it's like, no, this guy was kind of an asshole, and by portraying him as anything other than that, you literally have inspired other people yes. to do the same thing and go out and fucking die in the Alaskan wilderness yes. trying to be Christopher McCandless. Don't so. want to say do I don't want to speak ill of the dead, yeah. But that's it's absolutely glorifying this whole thing of like. It's uh, this whole idea of, yeah, like nature and and getting back to your, you know, getting back to nature and the whole thing. And it's like, listen, have you... Structured life and capitalism sort of suck? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But But, you know what else sucks? Abandoning your sister mm -hmm. and then dying because you ate the fucking wrong plant. Like, Although, and I don't think they even know that that's how... He might have just died of starvation. Like, it's, it's crazy to me. By the way, have you been watching Sidebar? I mean, you haven't. I strongly recommend watching Alone. It's so fucking good. I forget what season that we watched the most season, most recent season that's on Netflix. There's one that's happening now that I, we've got to get into. It's so fucking crazy, these fucking people, to do 100 days. The one I just watched was in the Arctic, and they have to be alone for 100 days in the Arctic. And first of all, these people are crazy. Yeah. The, the people that decide to do this, the people that can do this, right. it's bananas. But it also is like, yeah, it's like so much work and you yeah. have to know how to do so many things. And fucking Emil Hirsch, it's hard for me to like separate him from Christopher <laughs> McCandless. Just like, who, just like waltzing into fucking Alaska being like, yeah, 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 I'll be fine. No, you fucking won't. Um, you don't even watch Alone. Alone didn't even exist at this time. Yeah. You don't even know what to expect. Do you know They're in the how Arctic? to make a net? And catch the fish. Yeah. Do you know? It's hot there, right? <laughs> now? Now it is. Yeah. It's terrible. It's like them getting dropped off in the Arctic and it's like fucking <laughs> Polynesia. Like. They, you walk in, they hand you like a, like a drink with an umbrella. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Um, well, it's alone, so you'd have to make your own drink with the umbrella. There wouldn't be anyone there to Hand it to you. Well, it's, but it's because of climate change. Everybody moved up there. It's like there's nowhere you could go on Earth that's alone anymore. Oh, okay. So you'd have to go to Mars. Like that. The, like the Martian. That season 25 or whatever. Yeah. Alone. Survive okay. on Mars. <clears throat> um, so they have to you... build their own, like, thing. Yeah. You know, they're, like, structures. Well, sure, yeah. And then the bears come for your food. Those bears look at your Not food. the bears. The bears. Mm-hmm. The bears. The bears. And then you do traps, you trap these trap, you get to trap rabbits. But sometimes you set all these traps out and you waste all these calories. And then you go looking at the traps, no rabbits. You're kidding me. Yeah, I'm not kidding. (laughs) 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 All right. You know what? It's a good show. Um, Anyway, DDL. So this is the second best actor award that we've given him since we started doing this. What else do we? Oh, Bill the Butcher? Gangs New Year? Yeah. Um... Meg, do you have a favorite movie of 2021? Oh, shit. I should have thought of this. Um, I saw Pig. Mm-hmm. I really liked Pig a lot. I think probably my favorite is still Luca. I really liked Luca. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, wait, I'm really, I'm very jazzed because I feel like, and uh, some of this is from dispatches from Clayton, some yeah. from Richard Lawson from mm-hmm. um, Telluride. It's, 
it feel, and maybe I, it's always hard to tell. And especially I feel like this year, because people are so excited to be seeing movies again and being right. at festivals that I think people maybe tend to be more positive yeah. maybe than in past years. Um, but it seems like there's a lot of good stuff coming down the pike, right. which I'm excited about. Yeah. Um, but that's sort of it. I don't think I've seen anything else yeah. recently that I like loved. Um, Nine Days is still my favorite. Um, I really liked The Night House. I told you that. Um, too scary Which for I'll you. never see. Yeah, too scary for Way you. Way too fucking scary. Um, there's also a movie on Netflix that I thought was pretty good. I wanted to like it more called Worth, um, which Michael Keaton plays... Um, Lawyer slash like assess basically his firm's in charge of deciding how much money the government's going to pay to each victim of nine eleven. Right. Um, I remember seeing this advertised. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it's pretty good. It's a, uh, it's not a, not near as good as Spotlight, but Spotlighty, I guess you could say. Hey, did you ever see the Stanley Tucci uh, Colin Firth gay movie? I did. Supernova. Supernova. Um, also good, not great. Okay. Yeah. But you know who doesn't want to. Sp- I want to spend time with, with uh, yeah. you know. I think I'm going to watch that next because I I want to spend time in. I know that Rachel Lewis wants to spend time with Camila Cabello in Cinderella. World. In Cinderella World, yeah. with Minnie Driver, sure. But I think I'd rather spend time. Um, just as a heads up, it's a dementia movie. Oh my god, the dementia. <laughs> um, anything to plug? Uh, I'm Murphy Megan. On Instagram and too many Megans on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at the Oscar Should. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the Oscar Should Have Gone To or Facebook. Uh, please rate and review us if you like what you hear. We'll be back in not too long of a time uh, talking about the 1950s again. We're doing 1954. So, best picture that year was On the Waterfront. And the other films are The Cane Mutiny, The Country Girl, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers and Three Coins in the Fountain. Um, and maybe we'll touch on a couple other movies from the year also. Megan's going to be excited. A lot of those are play or musical adaptations. Yikes, so. yikes, yikes, yikes. Um, we will talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening. Bye now. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a good time. We did.